driving directions on your phone? Oh no! That's not fun! Navigate hands-free with Apple CarPlay. Everybody, we're back like the plague. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, Season 7, Episode 1, presented by our friends at Pioneer Car Electronics, as well as our friends at Studs Racing. Tonight's podcast is going to be awesome. We've got the king, in my view, of engine building and a current Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame inductee, Daryl Big Daddy Smith. Stick around and tell a friend. Everybody. Welcome back. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. We're back for season seven. This is episode one. I've got to tell you a lot of cool things happening in the mini bike world. I want to begin by recognizing our friends over at Pioneer Car Electronics. How could I forget those guys? They've been with us since day one of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. You know, at Pioneer, they're the global leaders in car electronics and they're proud supporters of automotive events nationwide, particularly Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. No matter what you drive, Pioneer's got the gear to upgrade your sound so you can connect with the latest technology like Bluetooth, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and the popular Alexa. Remember, don't break up with your car, upgrade it. Find out more from our friends at Pioneer Car Electronics at PioneerCarElectronics.com. I also want to thank our friends over at Studs Racing. Check those guys out at StudsRacing.com. They're your one-stop shop for high-performance parts. Check them out online. Say hi to my friend Eric and ask for your Joe's Mini Bike Reunion discount and they'll charge you just a little bit more. All right, um, Emmanuel, good to see you again. What's up? Uh, you've always done a good job with helping these folks find out where they can watch this podcast. I always screw it up. Why don't you tell them how, what's the best way, I know you can use your traditional ways, wherever you get your, your podcast fixed, by all means, like I use Spotify, there's others, but. Tell these folks the best way that they can stay in touch with uh, all the latest podcasts. You can watch it on YouTube at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, 
Facebook as well. Can we still watch it on Facebook? Exactly. A lot of folks are on Instagram now, particularly this mini bike crowd. What's the best way for our Instagram followers to keep in touch? Go on our YouTube page and watch it from there. Okay, so I also have some updated information in addition to that. Uh, we're going to change our Instagram page. Some of you have followed me at uh, Joe Sebergandio. Uh, some of you may have followed me on uh, JMBR Podcast. We've got a new one. Uh, it's... Uh, JMBR official on Instagram. We're going to probably change everything over by April the 1st or so. Uh, I'm excited with the fact that we're going to take out all the clutter because I, I was posting pictures about food and uh, non-mini bike stuff. This is all going to be mini bike. Everything and anything that you'd like to see, particularly for those of you folks who aren't out here on the West Coast. I, we've been having so much fun riding and uh, spending time working on our bikes that we want to get that out to you. So Keep out for the new Instagram page. Uh, we have a new website. We've been working uh, with our folks uh, over at uh, SNDS Production. They've been helping us put together a new site. It's going to give you the chance to uh, see what's happening with us here at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. We recently touched, I think, the 4,000 level of followers or likes or whatever that is. Thank you for the support. Uh, we have the event date. It's, it's in motion. It's the 8th of October. It's here in beautiful La Crescenta, California. Uh, I was with uh, my good friend, uh, Jerry, who has been with the Mini Bike Reunion for uh, forever, and we had a nice uh, review and walk around at the site. I posted it on uh, Facebook. It, it's a great venue. It's a great park, uh, and I want you all to be there October the 8th. Uh, I'm ready to sign the documents. I've got to wait so it's six months before the event to actually get that done, but we've got a date, uh, and we've got good plans, and we hope that you're going to be a part of it. I jumped on the phone and I had a chance to talk to Rafa, and uh, Rafa's, uh, Rafa Ramirez, who uh, is going to be supplying us with a, a big tire a roller for a giveaway. So we've got that, and we also have a custom engine that's going to be built with uh, the help of our first guest, who's going to be joining us shortly, Daryl Big Daddy Smith. Uh, Daryl is a Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, he's one of the guys that I would definitely call a good friend. He's treated me like a, a son. He's affectionately known as Unc to many of you. So uh, you can see why. Uh, Daryl's going to be joining us, giving an update on what he's been up to. And we're also going to give you guys a look back at the, the recent ride that we took uh, going all the way from uh, Carson to uh, Santa Monica Pier. That was unbelievable. I had only seen the videos. This is my first time actually riding. And uh, we're going to take a look uh, back at uh, some of those escapades, which were, were a blast. Uh, and also, we've got um, some folks to thank that are, have always been there with us. Emmanuel, again, from D1 Productions, thank you for all your help. Looking forward to the season seven. Boom Boom, uh, Dave, Nicole, and everybody that's been watching and following us uh, over these last six going on now seven years. Uh, it's been a couple years of funk. You know, COVID's been tough. We haven't been able to really get out there like we used to, right? But things have changed, particularly out here in LA where it was crazy. Uh, we're out having fun. We're riding on Friday nights with my friends at Honda Ground Lifestyle. We're riding with my man Sprocket, who'll be uh, another guest upcoming on a Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. And we'll also have Smokin' Jay. Uh, Smokin' Jay from Prestige Parts will be joining us about what's happening with the mini bike scene in the in, uh, Inland Empire. So there's a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, I'm working with Emmanuel. We're looking at a nice list of uh, guests that'll be appearing on the podcast. And hey, if you've got some suggestions, uh, just leave those comments on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, and we'll be listening. Um, in fact, um, 
I'm going to bring up a comment uh, that I received online that uh, helped me uh, find a clear path to inducting this next guest into the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, and with that said, uh, let's bring him on, uh, Daryl Big Daddy Smith. Daryl, thanks, man. You're always there for me. Welcome to the podcast. Good to see you again, man. <laughs> thanks, Joe. We um, glad to be here. Yeah, we. Uh, I know we sprung this on you on a little bit short notice, but uh, like everything else, everything short notice, right? We when, it, when something needs to get done, we just do it. We just do it. That's all. <laughs> we just do it. So, uh, you know, one of the things that we were joking about before we uh, started taping was. Uh, how is it that two 60-plus-year-old guys like me and you are still fucking around still, with these mini bikes? Still out there. <laughs> you know, uh, like, really, you know, I was in there just getting ready to, to clip on the mic, and it's saying, it's like, we're going to be talking about mini bikes. This is, this is stuff that's been around, like, somewhere lingering in my mind, like a good or a bad dream since I was a young kid. It's still the same for you? It's still the same. It's still the same. I get out and I have fun. I, I ride with everybody. It's... It's still the same as when it was when I was uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, riding my mini bike around the neighborhood. Just, uh, it, you know, I, I say that in some of my old uh, copy about the podcast and why I started the event. It's like, man, I just remember there was nothing better than, than knowing that you were going to ride a mini bike. You know, I loved baseball and I loved Little League and I, you know, I tried to ski and I did some other shit. I think I played a little bit of uh, football and but it, nothing was like a mini bike. I don't know if it was because I knew I could kill myself on one or that not everybody had one or if it was the gasoline or the burns from the mufflers or the, the depression from not getting it running. You know, it's, it's, it was it's all, all of that. that. It was all of that. I, I went through all the same things. And I tell you, when I would get out of school, yeah, I, would, I wanted to get on my mini bike and just go ride. Where did to, you do all that? Where, where did, I, give us a little bit of an idea. I, like uh, Inglewood, for... California is where I was raised. And my first mini bike, which is the, uh, the cat that I have now. Okay. You still have the original? I, I still have it. Oh, my that's brother's, awesome. My brother's friend gave it to me. It was just, you know, a pile. What kind of cat was it? Uh, Eliminator. Yeah, that's the, those yes. are the ones. Those are the ones. And so uh, I, I got a motor off of a edger. Okay. Two horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> put that on there didn't know anything about a throttle I just knew how to screw it to the frame and somebody told me that I needed a clutch and a chain I got that from cutting grass okay and uh, making money cutting make, grass making your... money cutting yeah. grass after I got the mini bike because I knew I wanted it fixed and once I did that I went out and started riding like everyone else you know the old Brig and Stratton flatheads sure. where you have to hit the, the throttle with your hand. Right. I rode around all through Inglewood with one hand. <laughs> the other one on the, the other throttle. One on the throttle. <laughs> I had an old Clinton. My first bike was a Clinton, and it also had that dial yes. throttle. Yeah. And, yeah, you were, because cables broke, clutches broke, chains broke. And this was our first time dealing with those damn things. I don't yeah. know about you. I had diaphragms in the carburetors mm -hmm. of the Clinton. So, you know, obviously we were riding those things in the dirt and the rain and the mud, Every, and we didn't everywhere. know why it wouldn't run exactly. until they start talking. I never, last time I heard about a diaphragm, it didn't include something for a carburetor, you know, so it's <laughs> tough to figure out. Um, so we're still doing it, and we, we, we now are we're in our 60s, and we're still loving it. Uh, we, you and I recently hooked up on the ride from Carson to, uh, to the Santa Monica Pier yes. and back. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't know that I would have done it if I knew 
how far we were really going to be going and, and how many miles it was really going to be and, and, and what it was, because I was tired for two days afterwards. But um, as I look back at it, that's the most fun that I've had so far this year. Joe, you rode like a champ. I mean, like, I, I really didn't think that you were going to be a, a rider like that. You were, you were really out there, and I tested you on the way back. And the speed that we were uh, picking up to, I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to slow down so Joe can catch up. But I kept hearing something behind me. <laughs> and I looked back, and it's you. Yeah. I was like, oh. You know why? I was afraid to be like, like, look, I, I hadn't been out, as I said. Uh, I, had already, I had a chance to ride with Jake Moe, and I loved it up there in AV. We would ride with, uh, everybody would be up there. You know, mm -hmm. Evil Ed would go up. Uh, my man Irving would roll up. Uh, uh, all these guys, Corona Irving, the guys who would follow the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and all the AV guys, uh, Arleo and um, some of those other guys out there. It was, it was fun, but it was, it was different because many of the guys came out with smaller engines. You could see a, uh, uh, you know, just a regular stock, five horsepower. In fact, I had a, a, a flathead that was maybe a little modified, but not like the modified bikes, not these LA bikes. That were on our ride. The, the, right. These bikes, you know, so you you had to keep up, and um, I had the reliability of riding a bike that you had already spent two, three, four plus weeks helping me uh, get done. So I, I had a little bit of that confidence. Uh, as you know, I had a couple adjustments that needed to be made right. on that bike that right. I don't know necessarily how long it would have taken me to find them. They were simple. One of them was, uh, I think, your master tuning on the fly yes. of the the, the Makuni, and you guys have been there. You know, they tell you fucking screw it all the way in, screw it back one and a half times. That ain't working that, all that the time, man. That's, <laughs> that's not the answer. And it ain't another quarter turn in or out. Right. And believe me, I'm more of a novice. When a guy like this is there, and they, you know, Daryl could be fixing a chain, tying his shoe, and adjusting my carburetor. I think I may have seen you do that all at once. <laughs> um, and it, it, it is, it is an, an innate kind of a talent that you have now. I mean, the days of a carburetor stumping you, the days of having to repair anything on the fly, um, you know, to your credit, I'm sure you don't you don't stay up at night worrying about that. I did, because uh, yeah, I really hadn't shaken out the bike uh, as well. So um, right. it was fun. And man, I got to say that um, when I first pulled up, we started off at Carson in Carson. I think it was Martin Luther King Park, and uh, just that you know, just the backdrop there was nice too, because mm -hmm. I hadn't been really hanging out. Uh, the guys were all cool, mm -hmm. everybody I met. And you were, you were kind of legendary over there. Everybody was trying to get a piece of Big Daddy. That's got to be a cool feeling, too. You know, when you roll up, everybody's, you it, know, they're it, into seeing you. It, it's, uh, it's a cool feeling, but it's, it's so humbling. I just, you know, I, I listen to the guys talk, and I, I, I just can't believe it. Because, yeah. you know, I still feel like I'm the guy out the garage that everybody used to come see. You know, just we just having fun. Yeah, that, that's all it was to me, just having fun. It still is. So when we were out there, we um, we rolled. Uh, one of the things that I thought was interesting is the fact that I had never really brought a backpack, because when I ride my Groms or uh, even my little fuel injected Suzuki 250, the Honda Monkey, these are these bikes are bulletproof. You know, right? Nine horsepower. You know, I worry about just yeah. the gas. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, it. you got it. Nine just, horsepower, just 125 cc's. But so with the with the mini bikes, especially when we're on the streets, and although there's a group 
uh, especially, you know, you, I definitely suggest that you ride with friends, but I, I, I guess what I wanted to get at is that you got to be prepared on some of these rides. People will say to me, hey, Joe, I just saw that. How do, how do, how do I get to roll? And it's like, well, you can check it out on Instagram. Typically, they'll post uh, upcoming rides, and you'll find out if you should how to get to those Instagram pages and find out what's happening. You can reach out to me. I could help you too. But I guess what I'm getting at is many of you who may want to go on some of these rides, you hate to say it, you may not be ready. It's kind of like you used to play Pop Warner, but you may not make freshman in high school because it's a different game. A little bit of a different game with some of these LA bike rides. Um, and it's kind of a, a conversation that you have to have with people that you care about because they want to bring their little three and a half horsepower <laughs> Torpedo, right. it's like that fucker's it, laying on. It's, it's not going to be a good ride for you if you do that. These these guys uh, have bikes that run pretty good. Well, and pretty good is, I think, kind of an understatement. Let's be serious. <laughs> what we have, guys, is, is almost 100 bikes that are all modified Predators, uh, typically sitting on a GTS frame or some of the hardcore guys on a Joe's, yes. right? Yes. Um, maybe a, a, you'll see some tacos. Yes. Uh, maybe a couple of cats. What did you couple see out there? Not I, I, saw, about I saw a couple of cats. Yeah. Uh, and I seen a couple of tacos. That you, you're going to see those here in, in L.A. And um, but everything else, GTS. GTS, uh, probably 70 percent. 70 percent. Yeah. And, and credits and, and, uh, to, uh, to Rafa for that. You know, there's there's no denying the fact um, that those frames those you got rollers for 800 bucks you, you pop in your new predator what are they the new 224s now or the 224 yes that's the new motor yeah i, I want to get into a little bit about that too but it seems like um, those do give you a little bit more horsepower they do give you a little bit more edge we'll find out whether or not that's scientifically truth or not but the bigger the better right there's no substitute for a cubic inch plus even if it's a little because we're talking about a small bike right that's, that's right so um we saw a variety of those bikes. We also saw some different bikes. There was a dude on a quad. There may have been some two-stroke guys out there. You come from the world of two-strokes. That's a bigger challenge when you're trying to take those two-strokes uh, across L.A. Yes, you know, that, that's, uh, that's scary. Well, the gas alone, right? The gas, you know, you have to mix the oil and the gas, and they're not as reliable as a mini bike. Yes, Plus, you don't want to get stuck behind them, right? You don't want to get, right. <laughs> You'd be smoked out, not in the right. good way. Coughing. Come home smelling like Castro two-stroke. Yes. So um, what, um, what, what I wanted to touch on is that I, I encourage these guys that if they have a comment or a question or a suggestion, to go ahead and send it in because mm -hmm. we don't get a lot of them, so we read them, right? So whether I'm looking at them or Emmanuel is looking at them, and one day I get uh, a note, and it was, uh, I think it was a direct uh, messenger the, the blue symbol, whatever that one is, you know, I get that confused with Twitter because I can't see. Yeah. So I get it. It's from Lonel. And uh, Lonel's not uh, coming across rude, but he ain't coming across like he wants a fucking autograph either. Right. And the, 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 the crux of it is that he um, is recognizing the fact that I've uh, I've done a terrible job uh, not recognizing you in the Hall of Fame. And and how could this be? And um, he made some very good points. And I told him, it's like, hey, look, um, Here's how this works. You get to, people get to make these suggestions. I've known Daryl, yeah. obviously not as well as you do. Um, he shared some insight um, that I think I got a sense of. It had to do with just how dependable you've been with um, uh, the mini bike community at large. Whether you point at the young guys like Otai Day Day, some of the, the 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 trips I made down with Evil Ed at your shop, and just yes. watching the spirit that was going on there. It's like it, it was it was clear not only from me being there, 
um, which Lionel may not have known about. It wasn't as if I didn't know you, yes. but he was, uh, he was very much a, an advocate and rightfully so. And um, I'm happy to have had the chance to have called you. I don't know if it's been a year now with COVID and everything, Pete, to, to again, recognize and thank you for all your efforts and to say that you are gonna be in the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame, which is great uh, uh, and, and well-deserved. Yes. We're working on some cool apparel for all our Hall of Famers. Um, working on a bunch of, everything's new. In fact, E put together a nice logo. We've got our diamond, and this will be our 10th anniversary for Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Oh, man. So we got jiggy with it. We got the little diamond shit going on. We're, we we got to do some things. We're still trying to figure out a color for the logo, but I've got some good stuff for you. You got you got a Hall of Fame hat? You, you got one of Fame hat. We'll bring that in there. Sprocket, Sprocket will find us. Um, there you go. Uh, I had the chance to send this to you. And these aren't just floating out there. Got a little Hall of Fame insignia on the side there. Nice, nice. You know, when I was, uh, I was in Arizona and I saw a guy with a mini bike on the back of his truck, and I pulled up next to him to ask him about his mini bike, and he kind of looked at me, but I had this hat on, and he saw the hat and he pulled over, and started, we started talking about mini bikes and, and racing that they do in the dirt out there. Yeah. And, uh, they're pretty, you yes. know, you, out, you got a place out there. He yes. not to tell you anything. I was like, wow. He saw the Joe's hat and he was like, oh, Joe's. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> Good. That's yes. nice. I, um, I've got to say that uh, that shit rubs the, the, the opposite way because when I um, uh, had an opportunity to have you on the uh, podcast last year, uh, my Instagram blew up and I really didn't have an Instagram following. You, you pretty much created my Instagram following, so thank you for that. And now so I don't screw it up, we're going to try to make it one. Hey, we're sitting here with uh, Daryl Smith. Uh, it's season seven. God, that's even tough to say. Episode one. Um, I'll admit it, I was a little bit curious about how bad I would be doing, but so far this has been too much fun to, to worry about things. Um, I do want to say, guys, that as a reminder, we're going to be back like the plague. Uh, October the 8th, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion at CV Park in beautiful La Crescenta. Uh, we had did a little site survey already. We got the clearance from the park, but we've got to wait for six months prior to to sign the papers. That's when, the, when I get to sleep at night. Uh, we've got a great uh, second half of this podcast coming to you. Stick around, tell a friend. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast presented by Pioneer Car Electronics and our friends at Studs Racing. car stereo get you where you want to go? Why not upgrade it? Get easy navigation with Apple CarPlay on the new Pioneer Next. Don't break up with your car, upgrade it.
Hey everybody, welcome back to season seven, episode one, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We're here with uh, Daryl Big Daddy Smith. Before we get back to Daryl, just want to remind you that uh, the big date's coming up, October the 8th, 2022 CB Park La Crescenta. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion's our 10th year. Manuel spent uh, a good part of 10 minutes changing this uh, logo. I think, I, I don't know, within, within an hour, he must have changed it five times. And um, this is what it looks like. We've got some cool Joe's Mini Bike Reunion apparel going to be available for you guys to not only take home for free, but uh, God forbid you want to buy anything. The rest of it is all good. We're expecting, um, I don't know, I'd like to get to a thousand bikes. That's always been my dream. When I walk around that park and I see it in its full spectrum, I know I've got room for it. It's up to you whether or not we're going to fill it. Uh, we made a little bit of a dent in it. Uh, it's looking nice. It's just waiting for you. So get your bikes done, whatever it takes, whether you need um, an engine built, whether you need to buy a bike, whether you've got one that's been lying around and you need a little help from your friends because you can't, I don't know, get the chain to stay on. Daryl, sound familiar? That sounds familiar. Uh, maybe you've got a problem with the fact that you haven't started your mini bike for two years and you open up the bottom and it looks like there's honey instead of leftover gas and you, you're oh, yeah. in situations like that. I've been there, so whatever it takes, get your bike ready. You've got more than enough time. Uh, it's the 10th annual, it's the Diamond Jubilee, won't you? Uh, edition of the, uh, the event, uh, podcast season seven, brought to you by our friends at Pioneer. Remember folks, don't break up with your car, upgrade it. Check them out at pioneercarelectronics.com. And if you've uh, been stumbling around trying to find the right source for uh, parts, whether you need replacement parts or go fast parts, who knows, maybe you need um, uh, a generator, maybe you need another small engine product, uh, check out my friends at Studs Racing. Uh, Eric's a big mini bike guy, he'll be at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. He's the one who brought that root beer uh, wide body, I guess I'll, how I'll explain it, big fat tire root beer wildcat, Harrison Wildcat, beautiful work. And you would expect it. The guy owns studs, mini bike stuff's in his life, just like yours. And uh, you get barraged by guys like me who just don't quite have those skill sets that you do when it comes to engine dynamics. And um, you've been sought after as an engine builder and have the notoriety. I read something online recently where they had asked who the, they felt the number one, I'm not sure if it was two stroke or just regular small engine, um, engine builder would be in that. It always comes up to you. Did you ever think you'd be that guy? You'd be the guy everybody says is, is Mr. Engine Builder? No, I didn't. I, I would just be having fun, just building engines. That was just the thing that I liked to do. And I really learned how an engine worked. And once you do that, you can, you can start modifying it because you will know what it's gonna need and what it's gonna take, so. Uh, but no, I didn't think I was gonna be that guy because I didn't know if I, that I was gonna be this much into engines. And, and, and be able to, um, to know them like you do. Like, it, it's one thing, we were joking about carburetor adjustments and you know, what else are you gonna do? You're gonna put on an intake, you're gonna, you're gonna put on an F&B pipe. You're gonna do, these, those are bolt-ons, but with the, the tricks are, are, are the bigger valves, the, 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 the cylinder head work, the, the things that they just don't print where you squeeze in a, 
turn and a half. When did you start to realize that those inner workings, those high tune, those modifying heads, those modified porting, um, the, the exhaust types, when, when, did, when did you really start to feel like you, 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 were, you knew that shit, that there was no denying it? Um, well, you know, I've built my own race cars, motorcycles, boats. So you've got, yeah, all that to so, draw from? Yes. I, but I really started getting in tune with these mini bikes yeah, probably about five, six, about six years ago. Because even, it's all a learning curve, but it's basically the same, the same principle. So, I mean, I apply what I've learned from, you know, racing the cars and everything else to the, these, these uh, small engines. From small blocks to these little to small. To these small ones, right. And now these Predators kind of change the game, right? The overhead valve motors, because we had talked about the old Briggs and the old Tecumsehs. There were many other options back then. And even when these Chinese motors came out, I remember Leafon was the one that was a little bit more prominent. People had heard about those. Predator was uh, something that's like, what is this? Right. You know, it came across kind of like a, a cheap. Another knockoff. Right, because yes. everybody wanted a Honda, which yes. is still, you know, a, a great brand. And, you know, obviously if you have the ability or you, that's your thing, great. But the Predators, boy, what a little, what a, what a change um, occurred there when they went from, you know, who wants one of those to almost like who doesn't have one of those right. now, right? So they, they, they made the parts a little more dependable. Yeah. And that made it a, a motor that, that you can use. So they made the parts a little better and... Once you're a dinosaur now when you're put, oh, roll yeah. up with your flathead Briggs. No one's, no one's, <laughs> right. no one's out there. Right. You might as well have that on a uh, original style bike. So uh, I've been keeping an eye on fast lane racing, and you know they've opened up shop. I'm sure anybody that's into the mini bike scene has probably uh, checked them out. And I've seen you uh, kind of have some stints there. Um, thank you again for helping me with my bike. It seems like there's a good spirit going on down there. Uh, we actually talked about maybe doing a podcast live uh, from their new shop. A little bit more on that as well as uh, possibly having Lonel Johnson join us for a podcast uh, in Cleveland too. Those are all familiar names to, to you. Um, oh, yes. What do you got to say about those guys and what they're doing down there? Um, they're doing it pretty good. They're doing it the right way in Fastlane now. So it's... Uh, it's a good thing that they are, they're out there. Yeah, you know, people could drop off their bikes. I see all those young kids either walking in with a, a non-running bike right. or walking out with a new bike. Right. Uh, what's, what are the, the bikes that these younger guys want now? I see them rolling out with some full rollers, but I also see them rolling out there with some modified running bikes, big GTS well, bikes, um, big frames. or Most of the people are buying a stock bikes. Great. No, and no intake, no carb, no exhaust. Just a right, just a stock Predator out of the box on the bike, and even at that, you know, they can go pretty fast. Yeah. So, but yeah, a lot of people starting with that. These guys out here with these uh, fast bikes, 
<laughs> these fast street bikes. Yeah, they are there are. too many of them? Are, there, are you a little worried that just anybody can come in there and, and go 60, 70 miles an hour on the street maybe for their first time riding? Is, is that? Yes. Yeah. That, that's, uh, yes. It's a, a reality, isn't that. it? It is. It is. You know, I, I built a bike for a guy in the valley. And it was his first mini bike. And I think he was like 26 or 7 years old. But he had the money to make it fast. Sure. I want it fast. Okay. And that's what he got. And um, you wonder a little bit about that guy, right? His right ability because today, they, yeah, <laughs> I want to call him and see how's yeah. it going. <laughs> well, you have you have an opportunity to say a little bit about that now. So the the, the trick wouldn't be that, especially if you're new to the game, uh, is because it's only nine hundred bucks maybe to roll out of there. Mm-hmm. Plus the engine, you know, maybe so fifteen hundred bucks, you you can go pretty fast. And if you're not ready for that, or if you just assume you're going to jump on a little small bike, and and go fast, there are some consequences. What would you say to those folks out there that maybe don't don't really think about that, or just buy that bike and spend another thousand to buy all the hop up parts and then go break their neck? I mean, because it happens. Be careful. Wear a helmet. That's yeah. That's uh, what I could tell them because. It's hard to talk them out of it when they're, this is what they want. And so, you know. You know, maybe that's a, that's a little something that those guys in any other shop that sells bikes is don't sell them the bike unless there's a helmet as a part of the package because we still see it. You know, at the mini bike show, one of the things that we're most proud of is that we have sponsors like the friends at uh, Glendale Honda. And, you know, I don't want their $500. I'd much rather that they give me a truckload of helmets and they do. Right. So we give away helmets. We've been big advocates. I noticed that our ride with Sprocket, that that was something that was um, suggested in advance. And with the exception of the one dude who's in his fucking pajamas and riding what appeared to be a lazy boy. Right. You, you, know, he, you know, he didn't have the helmet. He, he looked like he literally got out of bed and rode his scooter. But he was like only one dude that didn't have a helmet. And that it, it seems like um, you're not cool to roll up without a helmet. It, those those days are over, and those, rightfully those so. So from a, a riding, um, so you've seen a lot of new guys get into it. You also uh, have had to have seen the fact that a lot of these, like I see Rafa was selling his Cat Eliminator, his original bike, the one that you had talked about as yes. well. These bikes are going for for high dollars. One of the one of the most recent examples we were laughing about is that bike that we used. Many of you guys are familiar with on the podcast. It's the. 68 Bonanza CR 400 because it was a four horsepower orange one. We led into the this this thing. It says eight, but it, it turns out it was nine. I found out from uh, Joe Petralia from Arizona. This is this is the this is our bike that we use for the podcast. I rode the shit out of this. I bought this thing for 500 bucks off of uh, the recycler. Remember the recycler? Yes. <laughs> How would you describe the recycler? The, re the recycler was pre-internet. You waited um, every Thursday for this thing. You go to 7-Eleven, buy some rolling papers and a recycler. Uh, <laughs> I used to seek uh, mini bikes uh, and then uh, 340 Dusters and Demons. I was into those cars. Oh, okay. And I bought this for $500 um, from a guy in Burbank. He had the CR400 and his brother had the CR500 who had just sold it. So I offered him like $50 less and he walked away from me. I had to chase him into the back of his house to give him the $500 and it started on first kick. This is not original as they mentioned. Uh, the gas tank is not original. Um, 
the Kickstarter was on it. Uh, I had, a, I think I used orange garden hose. That's what you see there. Uh, I put some disco clutch cover on the other side, the vented one you can see there, but it did have the original tires and frame and paint. Probably a good buy, but I would have never thought $9,000. So Man. what, um, what does that tell you about this hobby? It's like people now, now the non-enthusiasts are trying to come in if they're spending this money you know it's getting it, the spectrum of interest and it's, awareness it's, is getting wider getting, getting wider yes I, I couldn't believe it i was like okay <laughs> i wish i hadn't sold it now right <laughs> um but it but it is I, I guess it's just testament that hey there is something going on here and if you are into bikes and you've got an old bike um hey you know maybe um maybe you need to take a look at that uh, I've, I've been looking for a honda you know those little small z50s not the ct70s the z50s those are cool 50 cc. Is that the one with the handlebars curled down? I think they all do. So do the CT70s, okay. you know. Um, okay. Honda was just smart about that shit. They know they were so small, you can just throw them anywhere. Right. If you turn those <laughs> handlebars, I wish ours had turned down handlebars. Maybe there's something. Another thing I wanted to mention, although I may be giving away a, a pretty good secret here, is that you see the Kickstarter? Uh-huh. Doesn't that make that bike just a little bit cooler? Yes, it does. You know? So we got to make one for a Predator, <laughs> you know? Somebody wants to go half C on that, you know, I, I think I've got some marketing skills, but you may have the technical skills, but you know, we, we pull off that pull starter, we sell you a little Kickstarter, and you know those two brackets that, uh, where the gas tank sits when you, when you change gas tanks on a Predator? Yes. Those two holes are just praying for something to sit on there. We all have our, our stuff that we need. In fact, I want to talk to you about some of the tools that we needed on the ride that oh, we had, yeah. but you know, having a little small tool kit, or even if you can keep your phone or your stash or who knows what you want to put in there. So, you know, when it comes to aftermarket parts or when it comes to the value of your bikes or this industry, power sports segment within the automotive industry is a very small but growing segment. If you go to SEMA, SEMA.org or SEMA.com, you can check out that, you know, they used to have a section for racing and performance, and then they would have a section for uh, restoration uh, or truck and SUV or maybe um, car electronics there's a segment now for power sports. That's how big, you know, we all, you know, we're a bunch of guys having fun. Look at um, side-by-sides, look at ATVs. You know, you, we know the two-wheel world, but uh, now the electric bikes are coming on. Right. You know, some of these electric bikes are showing up on the ride. So um, this power sports segment that we're in, um, you know, they all used to be small cottage industries. There used to be small little shops, just like with Fast lane racing is trying to do just what Tim's got going on yes. uh, at small engine cams. Um, we've got we've got a lot of small uh, folks that could be on the verge of, of really being a part of a burgeoning industry here. And these outside activities that we've had, as well as the fun that we've had meeting the guys that are into this hobby, uh, to me is uh, it makes me want to go out and ride again. Yes. Um, hey, um, before we go. When you and I were riding, it was as simple as you just needing a spark plug wrench or a spark plug to stay on the road on some of these rides. Obviously, little screwdrivers or uh, maybe, I don't know, uh, fix a flat, maybe some extra gas. But were there any tools or items that you would suggest to some of these guys that may want to be a part of some of these rides that we were just talking about? Oh, yes. You should, you should have a, a backpack. For sure. For sure. And, and you should have a few tools in there. With the Predator, you know, it has that spark plug wrench. Right. Just to have something. You know, you need something for a spark plug. Uh, you need a, maybe a flathead screwdriver. Small one. This is a small one. You got just it. Just so you can turn the, um, 
and a, a, a crescent wrench probably. One that you can adjust. And one you can adjust <laughs> just in case you have to take. And, and check it out. Many of these guys are rolling up with either a metric or a standard uh, wrench. And it, well, it won't fit. Dude, you got to stick in a dime. Yeah. Sprocket knows. You, you slide in a, 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 a nickel if you have to. You can slide in between that space. You can take that up with a coin. So when you're on the fly. Oh, and, yeah. You know, so you got Th those little tricks. That's how you used to get home. Hell yeah. I had a pocket full of uh, change. Well, now you, now you just got hundreds. <laughs> uh, fix a flat. We talked about duct tape, zip ties, right? Yes. Right? The zip ties have saved, saved lives with those things. So bring in some of those and then gas for the two-stroke dudes, right? Bring in a little bit of as tough as oh, that is. Oh, man. I had oil because I, I used to ride two-stroke. I had a bottle of oil, two ounces, just enough to do his one fill-up. Yeah. And... They're doing it on the fly. Why. These I guys are mixing it on the fly like chemists. Hey, that's how, that's how we have to do it. Yeah, I say. Uh, you, you know, okay, <laughs> you know, you just do a rule. Okay, two dollars, two ounces. There it is. Boom, you put two dollars, you got it. You, you can, whether it's rich or a little bit lean, it's good enough to make it home. Uh, there's going to be a lot of folks who are going to ask us after the podcast tapes uh, if they can still send you their uh their bikes if you can help them with their engine um we, we know you've been bouncing back and forth you've got a life to live you're, you're doing your thing out here in california where they all love you and they want you to stay yet you still have your 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 yeah. other place to, that you have set up in arizona in arizona what do you say I, to those I folks live. okay so if you're in arizona now uh, what do you say to those folks that want to hunt you down now you have to wait till i come back to california What's uh, what's the time frame on something like that? Call you call you in the summer, call you in the winter, reach you on Instagram. How do you want everybody uh, to try to find on, you? Yeah, probably on Instagram. Um, we got some cool decals here. If anybody would want any, just uh, also have some other cool. What would you bring here with you, Daryl? Uh, fuel line and shut off valve. So we've got someone got got a hat there, which I'll keep. Thank you. Um, kidding. All this stuff's available. <laughs> send in a comment. Send in a question. Uh, we prefer that you check us out on YouTube or Facebook page, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Uh, as I've said, we've got a new podcast um, schedule. We're not filming live anymore, so you'll be able to check out our pre-recorded podcast for all season seven on our Joe's Mini Bike Reunion YouTube page or Facebook as well. We're also going to plant some of the latest episodes on the new website, which is uh, hopefully going to be done if I can get my um, self dialed in to make some changes shortly. We'll probably have that up and running for you in the first part of April. It's joesminibikereunion.com. Uh, we've been sitting here with Daryl Smith on season seven, episode one, uh, talking about uh, a bunch of things. He's our newest inductee into the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. He's available on a um, need be basis. The basis being he needs, not what you need. Uh, I will tell you again, thank you in front of everybody for uh, fitting me in. Uh, when a Jake Mo bike is uh, built for you, you usually don't have anything else that you need to get done on it. But um, there were some things that I was negligent on. I kept it without running. So you hooked me up with my carb. You helped shave a little bit off that rear caliper. Yes, sir. You know, uh, it was early in the morning when I saw that tire rub, and I thought it may have been me. So after I realized it needed a little love, you hooked me up. Uh, I do want to thank our friends at Fast Lane Racing for the, the, the handouts. I want to thank our sponsors from Pioneer Car Electronics as well as Studs Racing. Check those guys out as well. Uh, Daryl, I probably have missed something. Anybody that maybe um, 
you want to give a shout out to or anything else that maybe I've missed that you'd like the Mini Bike World to know about, by all means? Uh, no, I'd just like to say hey to all the mini bikers out there in uh, Compton. It's happening in Compton. Uh, you're going to be out there on the big ride. Uh, you know, there's uh, Sprocket from Long Beach. Uh, oh, yeah, Sprocket. As well as uh, Ozzy and everybody else that seems Sprocket's to be on. Sprocket's out there. I'm going to be out there. All right, so you're going to be riding. If Sprocket goes, and look, maybe there's a chance for you to uh, get a second with Daryl. Uh, join us on one of these rides. I've, I recently had been on one. I was thinking about really, really, really trying to get out there to uh, the Neptune Net Run. I've got some special guests in town this this uh, week that may prevent that, but if not, I'll see you guys when I see you. Been having fun with my friends over at uh, Honda Grom Lifestyle. They've also been joining us on some of these rides. Big shout out to Bing Flores, who will be uh, along with uh, Daryl, also inducted into the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame this year. Once again, that's October the 8th at CV Park in beautiful La Crescenta. Daryl, um, continue to do what you do, Unc. Uh, we always uh, feel privileged when we have a chance to sit down with you and Hopefully you have uh, at least a little fun when you roll out here with us. It's been a blast, man. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of fun. Thank you. You got it. Thank you. Hey, everybody. You've been listening to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast, Season 7, Episode 1. We'll see you next time. Uh, check us out on YouTube or uh, Facebook. And we'll also figure out a place for all our friends at Instagram to check us out. Uh, we are going to change that Instagram page. We're moving over April the 1st. It's uh, JMBR Official. So uh, for those of you who care about stuff like that, that's where we'll be. And I look forward to seeing you on the next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. See you next time, everybody. Tell a friend.